back. Welcome back, everyone. We are back again with Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes as we continue to dive into the strangeness that surrounds the McAllister Building in 1995 New York City. I am Joe. I am the handler for this operation. I am joined by my friends uh, who are playing the agents here. I'm joined by my good friend Brad playing Hank Ellis, uh, U.S. Marshal Extraordinaire. Hello. I am joined by uh, Dace playing musical blues historian Benji Potts. Bread milk. <laughs> and, of course, by Jean playing... Uh, Playing a UK journalist, uh, Benedict Farlington. Yes. Yes, there's no topping that. There's no topping bread. There's milk. no topping bread, no, yeah. <laughs> well, are you... So, as, uh, how are you guys feeling about the game and whatnot thus far? You can be candid. I you think can tell you're me finally it's actually getting somewhere. You can tell me it sucks. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely intrigued. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Obviously, so many questions, and this already way more pieces. I would, I think, in my opinion, than any of the other three sessions we've done prior to this. Not, I mean, not sessions, but games. Yeah. Storylines. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think this one is a is a bit yeah. more dense. Um. I think the the biggest one that we had played before took us what four sessions to do the entire yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Sounds about right. Because that was that was Wormwood yeah. Arena. Yeah. Yeah, but it feels like we're actually getting somewhere. Like we're actually not just. It's almost like when you when you follow what the game designers want you to do, it advances the storyline. It's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I make my own story. Right. I'm making. <laughs> I mean, as fun as it's been uh, breaking down this Roger and just like torturing him, like it's probably time we picked up some plot lines. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even that, like, I, I guess I can't say that. But it's like, you know, I'm here. You know, I can kind of see what's in front of you. I'm trying to lay it all for you. I'm trying, you know. I think every good handler or DM or GM or whatever, you know, has an idea of what direction the story is. But um, I imagine it's like, like, imagine there's a line, there's a straight line, and that is where the plot is. That's the plot. It's a straight line. And I think optimally the players would kind of deviate from the line and cross it back and forth, I think is the typical kind of, like... You're still heading that direction, but you're just intersecting with the story every now and then, and that's how it feels sometimes, like when it's too disconnected. Um, but yeah, but nobody wants to be. Like... We're trying to break into, <laughs> break into fucking mailboxes. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Let's do this. Burn down the building, baby. But the funny thing is, is even not... even the breaking down the mailbox <laughs> thing, like that gave you something pretty significant. Like it was like that's another layer of strangeness that wait a second, the electricity was shut off in this building, or to this apartment, so why are the lights on, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But yeah. But alright, are you guys ready to, to dive? Dive right back into it? Let's do it. Alright, well, um, you know, you guys have been doing the investigation. Last time, uh, you delved a lot more into what was going on in this building. You discovered that um, some of the food and some of the things that uh, Benji Potts took from Roger Caroon's apartment um, seemed to have rotted since leaving the apartment or leaving the building. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, you guys tried to kind of help Jeremy. He seems to be in a state of catatonia or in shock. Um, you guys received That'd some uh, a delivery of files from Detective Guerdanda who was able to tell you, and one of them was that Abigail Wright herself had actually uh, had seemingly been mugged by a strange man wearing silvery robes and a strange mask in the building. Um, before you guys, uh, before we were done last time, you guys started to catalog a little more of the info. I think the intent was maybe to go to the apartment offices or yet yeah, to the art life offices. But you guys want to do some searching before that. And you found two very interesting things. One, you found the a hand-drawn map of the McAllister building that had some really bizarre stuff. It had this weird tunnel leaving the third floor um, and it's connecting back to the second floor, labeled the night floors. It mentioned Mr. Castain, uh, man with briefcase, and things like this. You guys also found a ticket stub, a United Airlines ticket stub with a name on it, Michael Whitwer um, and Benedict was able to, you know, kind of put his feelers out to the journalism community and they you got back that this is a 15 year old living uh, living somewhere else in the country and by the way, this airline ticket is labeled for 2015 so here you guys are, you're, uh, you're kind of putting all this together, and I think the last time you decide that you want to investigate the building a little more. So, what do you do? One other thing I just realized as you did the recap, yeah. there was a picture of this guy in the mask in the basement. It was one of the pictures, wasn't it? It was a guy in... There was Silver a picture. There was a mask. picture of a figure standing at one of yes, one of the um, paintings that you guys saw in the basement was the figure of a. It looked to be, you know, the someone looking up a set of stairs of a house that was on fire, just in the middle of an absolute conflagration, and at the top was someone in flowing long robes with a plain white faced mask. Hmm. Good catch. And fire, right? We had a light <laughs> that was almost a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> yes, and it was mentioned last Benedict time and... that Benedict thinks that let's just burn this place down and be done with it. We won't have to sort through any of this shit. What happens? <laughs> and it'll all be done. Hey, I'm not beyond that. We can go home. Everybody can have a good cup of tea. If we see one more demon, I'm burning this place. I swear down. to God. <laughs> 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 I've had it up to here. Look, there's also you know, the, the the basic fucking tenets of hide the truth, obfuscate the truth, you know, all of those, and also survive. Yeah. What better way to hide um, the truth than to never discover? <laughs> 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 
we figured out the game, we won. Delta you guys have basically won Delta Green. Every time you come to a, a game, just like, okay, is this where all the weirdness is happening? Burn it. Oh, that the other way. Oh, yeah. All right, but so yeah, you guys are still here in Abigail's. I think the, the comment was made by Days. It's like we've set a record. We haven't even left the apartment the entire fucking session. Uh, <laughs> so would you guys now like to leave the apartment? Yes, God, yep. yes. I guess we're knocking on old Roger's door again. <laughs> yeah, uh, back to Roger. I guess this is probably like an hour, like early afternoon at this point. Right? I would say at this point in time, you guys like, I mean, it took you a while to sort through that stuff. I mean, it's probably like three, four o'clock at this point in time. Okay. All right. Let's head out to Barrages. So real quick, real quick question. Housekeeping kind of question uh, for keeping track of things in game. What's happening with Jeremy? Jeremy's fine. You're just gonna leave him in the apartment. He he'll be okay. Roger that. He's got his tea. He's good. He's got his tea. He's got his uh, steering off into the distance. He'll be fine. He'll <laughs> be good. right as rain in no all time. All a man all. needs is a we cup of tea. We may even put him back in the closet. Yeah, just, just we'll be right just back. back Jeremy. <laughs> you, all Don't a man needs move. is a cup of tea a and a thousand yard stare, and he'll be fine. And just a blanket over his head. He just needs a little bit of... He needs a weighted blanket and a little bit of, of sensory deprivation. And he'll be fine. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Alright, you uh, you cocoon uh, Jeremy and uh, the blankets that you can find around the home. Uh, <laughs> and set him there with his... Jeremy, apartment. if you need anything, just shout for us. I'll be right here. <laughs> you think you might be able to make out don't go as you're leaving. Oh my god. <laughs> oh dear, don't be so dramatic. Good lord. <laughs> Slam! <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's that camera shot of like through the door as it's closing as Jeremy turns to the door <laughs> and it's just <laughs> Slam! <laughs> we, like, we like listen to the door like when you close the door on like a, a baby sleeping just like <laughs> he's good. Thumbs up. He's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. So you guys. Uh, it's Is he in the? He's now in the in the closet with the roses and butter. Is that where we put him? You tell me. I feel like that's the right place. Okay. Cool. He's there. Let's put him in the closet <laughs> with the roses and butter. Smells nice in there. Uh, now, now don't let anyone take this evidence, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, so you guys are back out in the hallway. So it's about, we'll say it's about four o'clock, four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, let's go over to Roger's apartment and uh, do we even knock on the door at this point? Probably not. <laughs> just barge in. No, we just go straight through. We steamroll him. You you enter the apartment. It looks like Roger sitting on the couch in that where well worn spot. It appears that he is drinking. Well, 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 Roger, we are back again. <laughs> He's just, uh, what do you, what do you want? Oh no, just sit on the couch, make yourself at home. It's my home. You've been so 
You've been so useful so far. We're gonna be looking for some white shoes, and we go straight <laughs> to the. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna cut you some slack on this one. You find no such thing in Roger's home. Okay. Oh. There's a, you know, there's like there's like three pairs of shoes there by the door. None of them are white. You go look at the closets. There are no white shoes. I don't even want to okay. fucking ask him about it. To be honest. <laughs> Roger, a man of your stature, would you happen to have a briefcase by any chance? No, I haven't had a briefcase in years. Well, so you had a briefcase. Where are you hiding the briefcase? I... I don't... Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you blame him at this point? <laughs> Roger, we're gonna leave you here. If I see you with some white shoes on... In the next hour or so, God help me what I'm going to do to you. <laughs> he's just... It's like, it's like, yeah. yeah. God help me. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, next uh, floor, y'all want to check out that apartment that's connected to the tunnel? I was thinking if someone wants to lead, do we want to... Uh, so we could look... Before we do that, because I feel once we get in this tunnel, it's going to be a whole nother ball game or whatever this thing is. Do we want to check out this door on seven twelve thing in Lewis's apartment or try to get in Lewis's apartment? Yeah, it's worth a shot, but I suspect that seven twelve is a date, right? Door on seven. Uh, yeah, it could be. Like maybe a door appeared there on July the twelfth. Oh. Oh my god. But yeah, let's check it out anyway. Anyone else want to lead on old Lewis? I forgot who I forgot Lewis's whole personality. Honestly, she's a comic book artist, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, which apartment are you guys going to again? First floor. Lewis's, Lewis's apartment. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. You knock on the door. You guys have already met Lewis once. Um. You knock on the door, and this was the guy. I believe he was described as wearing khakis at home, and I believe he was conceptualized as unsalted mashed potatoes. Uh. Oh, <laughs> was, that guy. Was how he was. Uh, described a man who makes his own skim milk he waters down milk <laughs> to make it oh. adds water to the milk <laughs> which is just i don't know why that's why i forgot his whole personality yeah. <laughs> that's why you guys forgot oh man <sighs> yeah so uh you guys knock on the door uh lewis answers again he says oh uh hello again Uh, hey, you mind if we take a look around again? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Is there something I could I could help you with? I... Uh, we're here to inspect your doors. Um. Okay, I I guess that's what the FBI does is looks at the things that the rest of us wouldn't think about because. Yeah. Um. 
you're able to because I guess you're he doesn't he seems to be very cooperative um, he lets you look at all of his doors you don't what you don't find is any door that you don't expect you don't find anything extra you do see that um, in Lewis's bedroom he has his beside his bed is a large like drafting table it's like a large drawing table you know that he pulls a stool up to and it's set up slightly at an angle so that he can draw uh, and you know him to be an illustrator. While you're in there, you see that he has several framed comic books um, that, you know, they all have down the corner his signature, his uh, his sign. It looks like, you know, he's framed some of his work around. Uh, the place is meticulously clean, just as it was last time. Yeah. Well, look at here, partner. I'm going to say uh, some words, and you tell me if they mean anything to you. Oh, uh, yeah. Night floor. No. No. Nothing. How about Mr. Castine? Nope, nothing. No. Should I? Like, is this... Well, this is about the investigation. You probably can't tell me. Yeah. Your audio is... Oh, can you just bring your audio a little closer? Oh. Oh, but yeah, this is probably... Uh... It's probably about the investigation, so you probably can't tell me, right? That's what it is. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, where were you on July the twelfth? Oh, uh, I don't really specifically remember. I probably was here most of the day, um, and yeah, I, you know, or unless I was. You know, like at my agent's office, you know, it's like I, something like that, you know, where I where I take my work. Um, yeah. You ever, noticed any, uh, you ever noticed any strange door centric events? No, no, I have not. Now that you mention it, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, so can can Benedict go and take a look at his art? Yeah, you maybe investigate it. You go and you look th- like what are you gonna like? What do you mean look at his art? Like just look at the stuff he has framed, or like what? Yeah, I want to see if there's anything unusual. See what he's got framed. Uh, possibly give it a tap. Uh, yeah, you can tap. You know whatever it is that you want. Uh, everything seems to be in perfect normal order. Not sure exactly what you're getting at. Uh, the pieces. I have a new theory here. The pieces are they look to be, and he told you that he does like comic book covers is his thing. Um, and yeah, there's like he's got about a must work. So. He's got about a dozen different comic books that are framed, um, and it looks like you know some of them maybe you're familiar. I don't know if Benedict's a big comic book guy, but. You know, some of them are maybe comic books you're vaguely aware exist. Uh, they're not any of the big name brand stuff. Uh, you know, but at the same time, like, it's pretty good work, as far as you can tell, as far as comic books go. Um, it obviously got them to the, Lewis. To the cover art. Lewis, Lewis, do you call yourself an artist? Yes, I do. Here we go. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> It's so hard for Jean to to muster so up <laughs> to be this rude. Louis, you have a. Son. I think you've you've got a long road ahead of you, but I can see you you're making headway. 
Thank you. Could've Could've done any. Road, <laughs> Thank you. Long I road. I think. <laughs> Long. <laughs> Hank looks around for Garfield the fat cat. You see no such Comic. thing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, this isn't my cup of tea. Um What was the so, what was Dace? What were you saying just a second ago? You're saying something about a new theory. Yeah. Um What if the reason this organization has gathered all these artists together is like the night floors is like some sort of upside down dimension and we have to go through like a portal to get to this alternate fiction and it's like in some way serves a person so like what if lewis is making art for night floors and we yeah. just have to find it i <laughs> think that the company they're renting from has something to do with it but so are you guys well while benedict is talking to lewis uh benji's gonna do a search check see if i can find any i don't know comic books that are like stowed away somewhere all right so maybe just you know, like take an opportunity maybe while he's talking to the other guys to slip away and kind of rifle through his junk yeah So, search. Success, eight under 43. Nice. As you're going through, as you're going through and, you know, maybe like these guys are in their room, you go into Lewis's room, his bedroom. Um, and you look in one of the places that most people would look for something strange. You look underneath the bed. Uh, and underneath it, and you, there's, there's, it looks to be like a large frame. And you pull it out a bit, and it looks to be uh, like almost a full-length, incredibly decorated, like incredibly um, intricately decorated mirror that's almost as long as the bed is that's pushed underneath the bed furthermore as you're looking at it it's obvious that this thing is regular is regularly pulled out from under the bed and slid back under there um as you uh look at it and as you you pull it out a little bit you see there is a stack of papers on top of it um and it's like sketch pads like that have been piece pages of sketch pads have been torn out you look at it, and, you know, Lewis's work, you saw it out in the living room. It's, you know, some of it's a, a kind of graphic, you know, it's like they're comic books, but it's the 90s, so not that much gets by for a cover art. But this work is graphic, and, but there seems to be a reoccurring kind of theme uh, in that you see regularly depictions of what looks like it looks like a man who is portrayed with children um, the man is uh, 
He has a, a mustache, and he's wearing like an old-school kind of suit. He looks like a man from a different age. Um, and he's sometimes standing with the children, but the children are... Well, they look they look like they're dead. They're partially decomposed. Many of them look bloated, like uh, like a corpse that's been left out. And in several of these pictures, you actually see what looks like this man holding these children underwater, drowning them, like violently pushing them down. The fuck? Go ahead and make me a sanity roll. It's going to be a violent Jesus. sandy roll to see these graphic depictions. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. And all of us. Same, and it's the same man, different children. All right. Ooh, failure. 81 over 50. Uh, go ahead and take yourself uh, one violence and tick that violence box if you still have not gone uh, across your sandy threshold. Damn, that's uh, dark, man. Sorry, say that say that last part again. Um, so you reduce take one damage, one sanity damage, and over on the right side okay. of the sheet, there's the boxes for violence and helplessness, where you become immune to violence yeah. or helplessness. Uh, yep. Okay. But it's just one point. And you haven't crossed your, just one point. You haven't crossed your breaking point. Yeah, I'm still. I'm good. Okay. I'm ten, ten away or from breaking point. Or you could, you could deflect the sanity damage if you want. No, I'll take this okay. one. So yeah, that's what you find. This... It's like so. It's like fifty plus. Are like how many sketches? Um, there's a few dozen. Mm. So yeah, damn. damn. That's what you find. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take a couple of these pictures and bring them out to Lewis and be like, uh, "What in the hell possessed you to draw something as graphic as all this here?" He at first is kind of flustered. He's like, "What?" Were you going through my stuff? Why? And he, but he looks at what you did. He's like, "That's I'm did I didn't draw that." Like, well, I'm well. I mean, no, I, I, I would remember. But he's looking at. It, he's like, I, I would. This. And he's looking at them, and some of them have his, you know, have his signature down in the bottom corner. He's like, what? Mm. what? He's looking at you, and he's looking at these pictures. He's like, "I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what this is about. I don't know. What are you doing here? You're looking at my doors. You're here to. You're FBI agents here to look at my doors, and now you're bringing this. I didn't do anything." I don't know what this... I've never seen this before, but he seems troubled by the pictures that you're handing him. I think we 
I think we need to get those pictures oh, out of here. Good. No, I was just saying, I think we need to get those pictures out of here. Uh, I, I agree. Benji, was there anything else you found in there? Besides these graphic pictures? Uh, yeah, I'm having internet views, but tell them about the mirror. If you mention the mirror in front of Lewis, he's like, what are you talking about? He's, he seems to, again, like be surprised that you're mentioning that he has a mirror under his bed. Lewis, uh, we're gonna take these pictures, and, uh, son, this is sickening, to be honest. I, I, uh, when I think of comic books, I think of Garfield the Fat Cat and, uh, all that stuff, and you, you, look at this, this is horrible. It's, it's photorealistic. It is, like, it is, he's obvious, whoever did these, presuming Lewis, is obviously incredibly talented, but it is, it is uncanny yeah. and disturbing. Y'all want to take them? Yeah, I think we need to take them and maybe get the mirror, but don't quite know. Maybe we can talk to Lewis. And... It's the same thing as him with what Roger. They're not going to be able to say shit. No. We're just going to make him catatonic. We're going to end up with a building full of catatonic artists. <laughs> uh, uh, my audio cut out when you asked him about the mirror. What did he say about the mirror? He was just surprised it was there. Yes. Just basically that he didn't know that he doesn't know what you're talking about with the mirror. Okay. Well, Lewis, anything, I think if you don't mind, else? we're going to we're going to take these with us for observation and analysis, and uh, we'd like to also. If you don't know about this mirror, then it may not be your property, and I think it's grounds for confiscation. So we're going to take this with us. He's like, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. And if you guys haul it out of there, like it's big. It's like a big, bro like, Baroquean-style, like, big mirror with, like, a little stand on the back of it. He's just, like, looking at it, and he's confused. He's shaking his head. He's like, he's like, what the hell? That's okay, son. We've had reports of people breaking into the building. Really? Don't worry. This is probably... Yeah, <sighs> we heard about some people breaking into the building. It may have just been some fool trying to mess with you just sto and, stashing um, mirrors in people's rooms it's it's some weird shit is this about Abigail <laughs> yes I don't know I don't know about all this well if you know anything you best tell us you best tell us now he seems to be confused concerned scared well, then we're off. Pip, pip. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are now outside Lewis's apartment with this mirror. 
y'all just want to y'all want to uh, take it down to Jeremy <laughs> or uh, leave it in the hallway to get on our way back down. All right, you shove the mirror <laughs> in there with Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, look at these pictures and yourself <laughs> in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> He's in a closet. Well, you give him just these awful graphic pictures. And this mirror. He's like shoved in this little closet with a mirror. He's like nose to nose with it practically. And you just shut the door on him. <laughs> yes. Perfect. At least we know all this evidence is safe with Jeremy. Fantastic. Alright, so what are you guys going to do then? in that time let's check out that tunnel apartment all right that would be michelle van fitz's apartment um i don't think you guys have met michelle yet oh michelle van fitz nope. uh i am going to drop her whoop that didn't work i'm gonna drop her picture in here Alright, and there is Michelle. Bam. Has the tape been cracked? Yes, it has. If you look at it, the tape has been disturbed. Um, you would put a small piece of tape at the base of like her doorway or something to see if she'd been in or out. And yes, it does appear. Well, I guess we know that uh, these people are at least getting out of their apartments. They're just not like huddled there. Yeah. Continuously. Oh, let's knock on the door. Alright. Um, you knock on the door. And this woman comes to the door. Uh, you know that she's... Her name is Michelle Van Fitz. That's all you really have on her. Um, and she comes to the door. She is wearing, like, a button-up shirt and a pair of blue jeans uh she seems uh <laughs> just from everything about her demeanor she immediately seems unimpressed and impatient uh with you all there it's just yes can i help you hello michelle my dear i'm trying sweet talker when the words, my dear, come out of your mouth, her expression sours significantly. Mm. Mm -mm. She's like, what, what do you want? <clears throat> no, no. Uh, these are... My, 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 my name is Matador, and these are my colleagues, and we are here to investigate the disappearance of Abigail. We would like to just ask you a couple of questions. We'd stopped by yesterday, you're, and we didn't you're, you're uh, cops. seem to catch you, my lady. You're cops? That's correct. Uh, badges? Something? One of those. Yeah. You guys have your fake FBI you credentials. Funny. You show them to her. And she listens, she's like... Like, Alright, she's like, didn't you guys already uh, not figure this out once? Like, what's... You gonna not figure it out again? And this is an ongoing investigation, and 
The term ongoing stipulates that it is a multi-day affair. Uh, yeah, that's... I already told the last guy, the Detective uh, Guardanda guy. I don't know. Do you mind if we look around? You want to look in... You want to look <laughs> in my place? At well, do you have anything to hide? Make just make it quick. Um, you open. She opens the apartment to you. Um, the every like space on the walls seems to have had either nailed or erected in front of it some type of shelf, and on every one of those shelves are books. It is books as far as like there's loads of books. Um, as you go in the room, there's not even a, like, there's not even a television set. It's just books. And as you look around, you notice the place, there's only one picture that you see in the entire place, and it's of Michelle, just standing, like, by herself, like, outside in a park or something. That's, and everything else seems, it seems very depersonalized and like quite like a non-comfortable space there's just like a single chair in front of like a um i um coffee table and in the kitchen there's a small table with a single chair in front of it as well Michelle I see you are a writer as myself as as am I oh uh, let me guess. Uh, let's so uh, he still like looks you up and down. Um, you're a journalist. You write for uh, like what a newspaper, magazine. Uh, yeah, real real groundbreaking stuff there. Uh, just cow cog in the patriarchal machine, aren't you? I know your type. He, he... <laughs> He puffs himself up. Like, oh, I'm glad you recognize when you see it. <laughs> Misreading. Yeah, <laughs> she rolls her eyes. She's like, she's like, and I guess you guys are gonna move around or start looking around her apartment a little bit. I try and yeah. persuade her to be to be a bit more amenable. Okay, if you want to kind of a- with... appeal to her. Okay. Um, her as a writer, I guess. Yeah. You yeah. can make me some yeah, type yeah. of role. Let's see what you got. That's a solid fail. That's a solid failure. That's a 59 over 50. 59 over 50, yep. I think Hank's going to try it too. He's going to be like, Oh, you like to read, huh? I'll tell you about something. Uh, You ever heard of Mark Twain, Huckleberry? <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> that's also a failure um she crosses her arm she's like she's like like oh yeah really really great stuff uh you know just just a bunch of just a bunch of white old guys uh just really telling everyone how it is out here isn't it uh are you guys done like uh, while they're <laughs> while they're talking to her, Benji's gonna do a search in that corner. Okay. Uh, what? Oh, like in the corner where the door's supposed to be? Where the, where the tunnel yes. is. Success. Success. That's a twenty-seven under forty-three success. All right. Um, there where that door 
is supposed to be um, where you saw on the hand-drawn map of the McAllister building. There is, uh, like, right kind of where you'd think it would be, there's just two bookshelves. Like, two cheap, probably, you know, like, it looks like a lot of the furniture, a lot of the shelves are things that, you know, she probably picked up for free or, like, at thrift shops and stuff. Like, really cheap furniture. Um, it's looks like, like there's just two bookshelves here. I mean, they're covered up in books. Uh, and you're looking at it, and there's just nothing there. You look, kind of look behind them, you, you know, you do the old, oh, if I pull on one of the books, will it open a secret door? Um, but you're also aware that beyond this wall is the outside of the building. That, if there was a door here, it would, oh, it wow. would open out into nothing. Into air. And you don't see anything. Okay. That's that. Yep. Um, though you did get a you did get a successful search. Had a success. So there's something that you find. You find a um as you're looking through these and you're like, you know, you're looking at the books and stuff and Michelle, you know, she's like, has her eye on you, and you see something that kind of, it just kind of catches your eye. Like, a lot of the things, like, as you're doing searches for other things, you see a book. And down its spine, it has the title. It is, uh, it looks to be like a manual. It is an English to Tartesian Dictionary. And... It's, you see that, and it kind of catches your. You kind of you know, tilt your head. And you're like, Tartesian. What is? What is tar- Tartesian? Uh, you, you pull it out. Um, you open the front of the book. It's uh, published in 1931, um, and it is a lot like what you'd think of, like a typical kind of manual or or book to kind of you know for you to, uh, like, that you would be take if you were a tourist to a different country. Like, in the front, there's, you know, common phrases, but in the back, there's just all sorts of words. The language kind of looks like the alphabets kind of, like, remind you of, like, Cyrillic, the Russian alphabet. Like, a little bit, but it's definitely not that. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a little odd. Uh, you think that if one were interested in learning Tartesian, you suppose you could sit down and read this book and learn how to learn a new language. Uh, it would take many, many hours. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of a... But yeah, like Tartesian, it just doesn't ring a bell. I think we might have lost Dace again to the demons. Yep, I think so, too. To the demons... Of the internet. Oh lord. Um, he'll be back momentarily. There he is. He's back up, back already. Yeah. Back at it again. Um, yeah. Rather than she, rather than ask her about the book, I think I can. I just want to try to like do some sleight of hand and pocket the book because I don't think talking to her about it's going to get anywhere. She's so standoff. Okay, make me some type of stealth check, and I would say because she is so thoroughly displeased with the conversation she's having with both Benedict and Hank that you can have a a forty percent bonus because she's so pissed oh, off. All, all going right. On over here. 
All right, stealth and modifier plus 40. So me Oh, Damn no. nation. Oh my god. That is a failure. Right, she sees you try to pocket the book. She's like, uh, it, it, uh, excuse me. Uh, is that... All right. I, I guess I'm not terribly surprised. I mean, it just has this classic police work right there. Just good old-fashioned police work. Taking whatever you want. Do you have a warrant? <laughs> like, what's How going on? Even dig myself out of this one. Um, oh, my God. Uh, this is the New York Library, ma'am, and it appears that you stole this 20 years ago. <laughs> she's like, she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, what are you talking about? And she looks at the book. She's like, this isn't mine. You're Same right, it's shit. mine. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she just looks at it. She like looks at it, looks like flips it around. She's like, I don't know what this is about. I... And you look, kind of look at the rest of the books. Everything she has seems to be like, um, like postmodern uh, kind of philosophy. A lot of feminist literature and stuff like that. Um, and you you get the impression that maybe that's kind of her ilk. Um, and so she's like, I don't I don't know what this is. She's like, Yeah, you want it? Just take it. Benji locks eyes with her and slides it in his jacket pocket. And then just inches away to the door, never breaking eye contact. And she looks at the other two. She's <laughs> and like, leaves the apartment. The other, she looks at the other two. You're done here. You're done here. You're done here? Question mark. Benedict. All right. You All are right. done here. Hold on. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's one, ten out of ten. Absolutely. One writer to another. Oh yeah. And since you're uh, author. Of, I remember reading in school. You should check out To Kill a Mockingbird. That's so cool. <laughs> if you if you ever see that one, if uh, I have my way, To Kill a Mockingbird is going to come. It's going to be put on a banned book list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. All right, fellas. We are not wanted here. Closes the door um, behind good you. Good day. Quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think that went swimmingly. <laughs> what a lovely lady. I must admit, I'm quite aroused. I got this weird book here. Does, well, does it's that no do wonder it for... she never heard of those authors. That does it for Benedict. What the hell is this? <laughs> is that... <laughs> he just loves to not be... <laughs> to just really be put in his place. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Benji. Uh, Benji's just going to show the guys the the book. Like, oh, maybe it'll come in handy. I don't know. Got to go downstairs and give it to Jeremy. I'll be in the closet with him. <laughs> I think Benji's actually going to hang on to the translation book. Like, what if we come across some Cartesian runes or something? It would be good to have it on hand. Tartesian. Right. Tartesian. Oh, with a T. Yes, okay. Tartesian. Hmm. <laughs> well, fellas, uh, it's obvious that there, anything of importance that has to do with Abigail, either none of these residents want to talk to us about it, or they just can't, or they don't remember. It's time to go to the final floor and check out this 
night floor passage. Hopefully, it'll be more fruitful than Michelle's apartment. Let's do it. All right. All right. You guys get to the... Uh, you guys are just going all the way to the top floor? Mm-hmm. Um, there... I don't believe anyone lives on the top floor. I believe all of the apartments are vacant. Um, it's a little bit oddly quiet up here. Um, you get out... You get up to the... You see that their staircase continues up to a roof access. And there's like a... Um, um, you know, like one of those push handle doors, you know, it just has like the push lock on it. Uh, it's, that goes up to the roof and it says in l black letters, roof access. Can we just like... Smell like urine. urine. Huh? Was that on the lower floor? It was on one of the lower ones, uh, but... Yeah, it's it probably you smell it here too. Uh, there have been, you know, you guys originally did when you were on one of the staircases, like it kind of smelled like a dog had recently been there. And as you kind of get up here to this upper floor where it seems like no one's living at all, you kind of smell that more so even. Uh, I would even say that as you, so there's like a, an old carpet that goes, it's like a runner that goes down the middle of all the hallways and up the stairs. Like I said, it's kind of classic turn-of-the-century architecture. Big banisters and that kind of, you know, and this place might have been kind of swanky, kind of nice at some point. And there's like areas up here where it looks like the carpet might have been chewed on a little bit. And no one had a dog. Hmm. Not to your knowledge. Well, what do you say, fellas? Let's just Y'all want to push through to the roof? That's where this door, that's where it is on the map, right? This door we're in front of? Yes, you are in front of the door, the roof access door. You want to take a look at some of these vacant apartments? Why not? Hopefully they won't be. It's going to sure. take, um, it'll take some doing... I'm going to go ahead and say that if you want to do that, it's going to take some time. You're going to have to dedicate some time to specifically jimmying open all these doors and doing that if you want to and searching them. Okay. Well, in that case, maybe we just push on up to the roof and then see what we see, and then we can always come back and look at them. Yeah. Um, you guys make it. You go through. You push through the door. Uh, who goes through the door first? Asking for no particular reason. <laughs> Benji roll. will go. Oh, Benji will go. I was about to say, let's roll for it. <laughs> Benji, you push open the door. No, let's roll for it. Whoever gets That's the lowest roll, whoever gets the lowest uh, roll is going through <laughs> lowest roll. Oh god. Uh, what are we rolling? What are we rolling? Just roll a D roll a D one hundred. And oh, a D one hundred. Yeah. D one hundred. Okay. Eighty. All right, it's Benji. Oh, it Benji. <laughs> oh, Benji. All right, Benji, you uh, you push through the door and you are, you, you know, you are hit in the face with a blast of hot August day afternoon breeze as you step out onto the top of the tarmacked roof. Uh, there's like you know the few aerials, like the little spinning vent things are up there. Um, you know, there's like a large 
air conditioner unit on top of the roof and like one of those old water storage tanks. Um, as you open the door and it kind of slams uh, as you open it, you know, it just sort of like slams onto the wall on its hinges. A few pigeons fly away as you look out onto a pretty typical New York rooftop scene. Okay. I want to take a look at the outside of the building where Michelle's apartment is, where the tunnel is supposed to be. See if there's anything weird about the outside of the building there. Okay. Yeah, you can like bend over the edge. There's also a fire escape on the side of the building. Um, I guess you could like kind of walk down fire escape, although I guess it wouldn't be in the right spot. Either way, you can either look over the edge or anything, and nothing seems amiss. Uh, nothing seems odd or terribly interesting. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking I was figured. afraid. Of, I was afraid of this. It's gonna be like a time of the day or some other hmm. item we have to find to um, access this night floors. Please, right. what does that say, Matt? Uh, Joe, please, guy with mask. What does that say? Next dead, to night floors. Dead guy. Dead with guy with mask. mask. There's something we're missing, fellas. Or whoever drew this map's a bad artist. Um, <laughs> There's one thing we've gathered smooth... from this building full of artists is that they all suck. Smooth as the hand that makes the world and steadies the mind that grasps it. It's like, is there a riddle we're missing? Uh... The only thing we haven't done is investigate the apartments on the uh, first floor or rather I mean the, the empty second ones. floor the empty yeah. ones there's also empty ones on the uh, first floor as well we also have some other off-site items like we've got the artwork that's in my apartment there you go and We've got oh, the no. artwork. The original one. Mm-hmm. What if there is some kind of... What? There's going to be a trick to this. Like, what if the mirror actually is like a portal, like a, a surrogate for like some kind of portal or like something like that? Like, you know? Yeah. It's like these... Uh, I bet what's going to happen, we have to use all these little items to access this night floor in some way. Like the mirror's been slid out, these ro- the roses, whatever these white shoes are. Maybe we should go check right. on Jeremy and see if we can yeah. get him into a lucid state and maybe Let me... see what he experienced. We haven't done a search. Let me. Can I, I'm just going to roll search, Joe, on this top floor. Okay, if you no, did anyone roll a search? If you guys want to spend some time, like kind of looking around, that's fine. Okay, cool. Let's let's try it. Fifteen under fifty success. Okay, uh, success also for success. Benedict as well. Yeah, seventeen under twenty. You, you're able to. Um, two of the apartments are unlocked. 
um, you find as you kind of start to look through them. Um, they appear to be pretty unspectacular. You know, there's like a refrigerator and a stove still in them, and the old claw foot bathtubs are still there. Um, as you guys are looking around, uh, at one point in time, you know, it's getting kind of late. Like, you guys have to spend a little bit of time, you know, like looking around on the roof. You're looking here, it's getting pretty late. It gets around like six to seven ish o'clock. And Benji, you're standing in one of the rooms, kind of like, um, or no, I guess it would be a, we'll say it's Benedict actually. Benedict, you're standing there, hands on hips in the middle of one of these empty apartments. And you smell something. It's, it kind of hits your nose and you, and it smells like a, it's kind of, it's musky and kind of fragrant and nice. It's like, smells like, you're like, what, is that like the smell of like a, a really, like, it smells like a nice cigar. And you turn around and sitting on the edge of the counter is a cigar that is still lit. Looks to have had about an inch of it smoked. And it's sitting there on the corner of the counter as a small wisp of smoke rises up from it. Hank, as you, as Benedict turns, you probably kind of hear the same thing. And then Hank, you hear a sound outside. It sounds like the like the tinkling of music out in the hallway. Ace, are you still there? You frozen? No, we lost Ace. Mm-hmm. Damn. I wanted to make sure he heard that. Yeah, good call. The demons of the internet. They don't want us to solve the mystery. <laughs> right. Uh, we heard Tink. We have here. Dace, you there? Uh, there's a little. Okay, yeah, we're having trouble picking you up still. Um, okay. Uh, I open the door, look outside the apartment. You open the door of the apartment. And you look outside, and you don't see anything. You see the hallway. But you do hear the music still. And as you listen, you kind of strain your ears. You could swear that you hear, like, laughing. Like, far away laughter. Uh, what in the hell? Um, far away laughter. Uh, let's go. Benedict is broken out into a cold sweat. It's just staring at the cigar. It's just sitting there, just like a like you know, just like a little wisp of smoke rising up from it. I can't. I can't follow the sounds. You can if you want to leave the apartment. Uh. <laughs> mm. Sure. I'm gonna go a little bit out into the hallway. It sounds like it's coming. From up the stairs, back up toward the roof. On the roof? Benedict needs some air, and he kind of like 
he's a little overwhelmed. So he's going to push past everybody else. Oh, I need some air. This is this is too much. Yeah. He's going to head for the roof. When you get to the door, and you push open the door to the uh, to the roof, and as you do, like. The cinematic version of this is Benji is still standing in the room. Benji walks out, see, also sees the, the cigar, and looks out the windows over New York as just the last tiny bits of the sun eek behind the horizon and blink out. And just in that same moment, Benedict pushes open the doors to the roof and is greeted not to a typical New York roof, but instead a beautifully appointed parlor. It's uh, everything is. It had to be nice. Everything <laughs> is rich mahogany, and you can hear the kind of it almost seems like muffled music that seems to be coming through the door toward you. Uh, but I will give you the shadow of the death, or the give you the. Uh, I will give you the. There's a word for it. Uh, I will give you. Uh, I will assume that you do not immediately step through into this new and odd space, and give you some agency in what your character does. And as you open the door, um, Hank, you hear the music. It's like old timey, like twenties music, that sounds like it's coming through like a you know an old school uh, radio. Like kind of upbeat, kind of swing music. Well, it had to be night for us to see this. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I was actually gonna suggest that. I was gonna suggest that, but I was like, no, nah, that's too fucking stupid. <laughs> like, just wait for night. No. <laughs> Uh, Look, if anything, we've overestimated the complexity on this thing. Uh, yeah. Despite the storytelling and the narrative. Uh, Benedict gets out his radio because he doesn't really know what to do. It's like, uh, the second you pull out your radio and put it up to your face to speak in it, that kind of swing 1920s jazz starts to come out of the speaker. <laughs> uh, I guess I kind of look up at Benedict and see. I guess I can see that there's a different scenery out there, right? Yes. Um, you can see said, this past, past Benedict, who's like standing there holding the yeah. door open. Boys, I don't know what kind of jackpot we're in. Get your guns loaded. And I'm, you know, I kind of ready my pistol a little bit as I go up to the door or the opening. Benji's like, what gun? I, <laughs> I thought I gave... Gun. You do have a gun. Damn it, Benji, I thought I gave you a gun. You have a, a sidearm. You have a sidearm and a badge and that stuff. <laughs> I gave a kid outside the apartment. <laughs> well, uh, Hank readies his yeah, gun okay. and kind of walks out. Yeah, Benji gets Benedict his gun, his gun with the black light. He's using the black light <laughs> as a torch. You'd probably have to plug in the black light. Uh, but uh, oh, but so, so you guys, so you're gonna step through the threshold into this new place. 
Hell yeah. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> All right, you guys do. You step into this, again, it's, it's this beautiful smoking lounge. It's, um, it's like a turn of the century. Like, you can imagine that if you were like, wealth like if you're like a wealthy new york socialite in the 1920s that this might be the kind of place where you'd hang hang out there's a huge hearth that burns like not too bright not too big but just warm enough to get the place a real cozy feel uh there's a wet bar over in the corner and it looks to be you know there's a table with it with bitters and liqueurs and you know like a, a decanter of ice and everything there's a huge uh, you see that there's like a in-glassed uh, room with a small door that looks like it must be like a walk-in humidor full of cigars. You can see like shelves of elegant cigars. Everything around you is just dripping with elegance and comfort. Um, one of the walls is a floor-to-ceiling bookcase. And it's so tall that it's got one of those rolling ladders that goes with it. And there are books of all sizes and all types. Um, And there, as you... And here's a really... And, like, try not to meta this too much for me, guys. Does the door close? All right. What do we think? Yes. Do you shut the door behind you? Benedict shuts the door. It's his, it's his, there it's you his go. training. I was about to, about to say we could roll for it. Like, we let it go and see if it short, shuts on its own or it lingers open. But, yeah. I, yeah. Now Benedict would shut it. <laughs> he okay, Benedict, shut. you, sh- you okay. shut the door. And it's up in, and on, on the other side, it was like a metal roof access door with the push handle on it. This side, it's a big oak, beautiful door. And it shuts. You and it's like one of those things. Like you all, guys are all looking around. I guess do you have your guns drawn? Like you have your guns out? I'd have it, you know, yep. holster unsnapped and like hand on it. And as you do this, you yeah. hear as the door shuts behind you. What do you do? Okay. The fire is crackling away. Um, Benji's gonna try the door. You uh, op- you turn the knob and open the door, and you see a long hallway. Oh my god! The, oh god. the staircase <laughs> is gone. You are now looking down an elegant-looking series of hallways. You hear voices and more music down the way. You hear some people laughing and more music. Uh, the hallway is long. It is, you would go so far as to say, impossibly long before it hits like a T-junction and splits far in the distance. You see what looks like someone walk across the hallway. They're almost so far, you can't even make them out. Uh, everyone, please roll me your sanity checks as you gaze down. Was ever Benji's, a like, that. Benji's like, well, boys, welcome to Wonderland. <laughs> Ooh, Benedict. Ooh. Oh, Benedict. That's a 99. 99. That's a so that's 60. 
Benji got a Hank. success for the 29 under 49. Same for Hank. All right, then, and then Hank, Hank succeeded. Yes, you both succeeded, uh, but Benedict failed. Um, go ahead. Go ahead and uh, Benedict take. Uh, you are still only going to take one sanity damage. Actually, no, you're not going to take one sanity damage. <laughs> what am I saying? You're going to take. Oh, you're going to take one d4 minus one with a minimum of one. You're going to take. Okay, you're still going to take one damage. You lucky. You lucky duck. Um, this is unnatural damage so you don't tick any boxes but you are all shaken by this as you look back the way you came and it is not there fellas uh, uh I don't know what I, I I don't know what angle we should take with this uh just, I don't I, I don't feel quite safe going in guns are blazing uh we might have to play the part or whatever is going on in this joint. As you guys are standing there with the door open, a figure comes around one of the corners. And the hallway is not just straight. It has other hallways that come up for it. Mm -hmm. And there's doors. It looks almost like... You go so far as to say like a hotel. It kind of has that feel to it. A figure rounds the corner directly heading your way. Um, and he's... As he's coming around, his head is lowered. He's wearing a hat. And you can't see his face. He's got a lighter in his hand as he's click, click, click. As he tries to, uh, um, as he tries to light up a big, fat, stogie cigar in his mouth. And you see before you, if you'd please uh, reference rule 20, you see a, you see this man. In front of you, I've put him in the middle there. You see this man. He's uh, and, and again, he's got his ha he's got his hair slicked to one side. His ties like really oddly wide, like you've never seen a tie like that. And he's in this kind of you know brownish gray suit. He looks up. Uh, he's 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 smoking. He's got this like he's got a. You can tell that his hair underneath his hat doesn't really fit the rest of him it looks like he might be wearing a wig even he uh he comes to the uh he comes to the door and raises up and says is oh oh pardon me i uh i haven't seen you around here before and he just kind of like walks past you takes his hat and tosses it onto a hat rack with like practiced execution just whoosh, just right on the hat rack as he makes his way directly over to the wet bar. What do you say to this guy? Um, uh, so Hank kind of puts his holsters back up his weapon a little bit, like eases it up. Uh, uh, yes, sir. I haven't having to run across you either. Um, uh, can I ask what you're drinking? Ah, I'm not sure what it's gonna be tonight. Let's see, uh, I'm feeling like a little, feeling like taking a little slow. It's gonna warm up, uh, maybe just a little of this, uh, this 56 here on the rocks. Yeah, that sounds good. And he just picks up, like, an, 
you know, like an old fancy bottle of like brown liquor and just pours it a little bit over the ice. Just, Can I pour you one? Um, kind of make eye contact with Benedict and uh, Benji. I was like, uh, sure, uh, make it two. Man. Ah, man, after my own heart. Uh, he, he pours you a double. He, uh, he hands it over to you, says, ah, and then holds out his hand. Rourke. Mark Rourke. Uh. Okay. They call me Molasses. I clink his glass. Molasses, huh? You must be, uh, I just wrote his name for you. Looks like, uh, sound of that, uh, that accent you got, you sound like you're from a, a way below the old Mason Dixon. If I'm not mistaken, how'd you end up in Yankland? That is uh, uh, business. A little bit of pleasure, you know how it oh, is. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yes. Trust me, I know. Uh, I know all about mixing your business and your pleasure. <laughs> he uh, sits down uh, on one of the big comfy chairs, like, and there's a bunch of them. And he reaches up to the. Uh, he reaches up as he's going. He reaches up to one of these. Uh, one of the bookshelves, and just reaches and grabs a book, doesn't even seem to look at it, and flops down, like, kind of with it on the arm of the chair. Ah, what about, uh... Um, he's like, he's, he's like, uh, do you... He says, hey, um, Slim. And he references, uh, Benji. He says, why don't you grab some of those Cubans over there, and, uh, come on over here and have a seat with us. He motions to the big humidor where all the cigars are. Yes, sir. And he kind of like slowly, like he's just confused as hell right now, obviously. But yeah, he goes over and grabs the cigars and comes back over. What's the name of the book he's reading? It doesn't look to have a title. It in fact looks to not have anything written on the front or the spine. Okay. I, I guess you you come over and sit next to him. Yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. a bunch of it's like all around the fire. You know, it's like the, these big comfy chairs. Uh, what about Benedict? Um, I mean, this is definitely like a luxurious place. Maybe this is what Benedict typically his kind of preferred setting. Yeah. So I like your style, but uh, would you happen to have a cup of tea? Well, uh, well, actually, hold on just a second. Uh, da, 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 um... Roll a sanity check. Okay. You you say that he's like, well, I I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not much of a tea drinker myself. But uh, take a look over there at the wet bar. Uh, I might find something to you like, and I usually do. Uh, you look over there, and as you turn, you see, sitting right next to the wet bar, a kettle that is sitting on top of like a little warmer. And it has a few teacups sitting there beside it, and a little pile of uh, tea bags. 
on a nice pretty little saucer on a silver platter. Does it have chicken legs? Say again? Does it have chicken legs? You know, it doesn't, but funnily enough, as you look at it, Dice dropped out again. Darn internet demons. No, the um, the teapot does not no have is not chicken shaped, but it does remind you remarkably of the of the sterling silver tea set that you saw in Abigail Wright's apartment. I guess he'll go over and make himself some tea because who knows what else he's going to do, really. Yeah. As you do, and you, you know, you put the tea bag in, and it's like the aroma is like nothing you've ever smelled. And when you take that first sip, man, now that is a cup of tea. <laughs> so, what brings you boys in this evening? Like I said, I haven't, uh, yeah, you you gonna be staying here a while? I reckon as long as it as long as it takes. <laughs> story, story of my life, brother. <laughs> he says as he lights up one of those big cigars that Benji's brought him. I guess he already had a cigar. Either way, he takes a drag on a cigar. He lights up two. He lights up three. Oh. <laughs> He uh, he opens up well, he opens up the book. He like crosses his legs and leans back. He puts the book on his lap and opens it up. He's like, mm. he just like kind of glances down as you guys are talking. He's like flipping the pages as he goes. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, Marco. What's there to do around here? We're, we, as you suspected, we're fairly new. Um, is there anyone we should talk to in particular? Uh, who's the man or woman of the house? Oh, you mean? Uh, I mean, I suppose. I mean, you're you're looking for the management or something? As uh, is this what what you're talking about? Sure. I mean, I suppose that'd be uh, <laughs> suppose that'd be old uh, old Castain down there. Oh, is he available at the moment? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's I suppose so. Uh, not sure if uh, he doesn't come around. I mean, he doesn't come down to the parlor very often. Bit of old stick in the mud, you know. Ah, uh, um. Oh. All right. All right. Uh, uh, we. we... I'm kind of looking for someone, to be honest. Uh, oh yeah. Is, uh, is there a particular? Is there was there a girl named Abigail that's come through here? Have you ever met her? Mm, mm. He says as he uh, he takes a he's like it's like, yeah yeah uh, Abby, uh, it's what she like to be called. Yeah, you friends of hers. Oh. Well. Uh... It's sort of complicated. Uh, acquaintances, I suppose. Uh... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gail. 
Gail is what she likes us just to call her. <laughs> a little more mature of a name, I think. Yeah, sweet kid. Gale. Sweet kid. Mm. Is she here at the moment? Uh, mm. ah. Have you seen her tonight? He takes a, takes a sip of that uh, whiskey he poured himself. He's like, I think she's, um... I think she's up on, uh... I think she's up on six. You know, with that, uh, that weirdo. You know. The weirdo? Weird, weirdo? Uh, yeah! Who, who might that be? Yeah, um, he's a, you know, uh... <laughs> a White Shoes McGee. You know, the the salesman White guy. Shoes. You know. The guy who thinks oh, he's too good for yeah. us. He would never come down and just have a fucking chat with you. You know what I'm saying? What's their favorite drink? <laughs> oh, Gail? Oh, Gail's, Gail's a sucker for an old-fashioned uh, boyfriend. <laughs> Beats me. Say that, one, Say that one more time. I was, an old-fashioned. I mean, she, she's a sucker for an old-fashioned. I don't know about her boyfriend. Like I said, he's, uh, I guess he's too good to come down here and hang out with old Mark. Uh, understand, uh, it was good to meet you, Mark. Uh, Hank's like got to find the girl. I think I think he thinks that's his highest priority. Okay, right yeah, now. that's fair. Um, um, I kind of make eye contact with everyone else, like to kind of like, you know, should we go straight to Abigail or what? I mean, like it doesn't seem yeah, like this guy is. Um, oh, I think we lost Ace again. It doesn't seem like this. Like if you guys want to, if you guys wanted to step aside. And, like, have a... There's plenty of room in this parlor, and there are other chairs on the other side if you want to kind of go there and have a confab. He seems to be comfortable in his chair and looking over his book and drinking his whiskey. Yeah. Uh, I guess I would hint at that. Say, uh... Fellas, uh, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know where we are, but if Abigail's here, we have to find her. Agreed. Or we just need to get out. Abigail will not. Well, out. We tried the door we came in, and I don't know where else we could go. But did anybody see a fire alarm? (laughs) You haven't seen a fire alarm since Um, you entered this side. Okay. Benji, what do you think? I think it's got some lag on his end. Well, oh, my internet's being fucking atrocious right now. Did you say something to me? Uh, we know that Abigail is on the sixth floor with the salesman in white shoes. I recommend we go straight to her and rescue her from whatever is going on in this place. Yeah. All right. We're going to try to go to the sixth floor, I suppose. So you guys are going to exit the smoking lounge? Yes. Yep. Yes, with an old-fashioned. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, he is uh, <laughs> with an old-fashioned in hand. Uh, he, Rourke, Mark Rourke, as you guys give, he goes, uh, he says, uh, hey, are you, uh, you guys heading up to try to find Gale? Uh, 
that is correct, sir. Oh, well, I've, I mean, good luck. And he just kind of raises his well, glass to you. Sixth floor, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I mean, don't you want to hang out here a little longer? I mean, you know, once you go to the sixth floor. Um, Mark, you remember that business we talked about? Uh, that is underway as we speak, and I must uh, attend it. Uh, uh, good day to you. All right. Best of luck to you, gents. Hey, uh, take some, uh, take some finger sandwiches on your way out. That's, uh, they're really good. Sure. Uh, Hank picks up some. There's, there's little finger sandwiches, and they're delicious. Mm. All right. We're going to try to find the stairs, I guess, or something. All right, so so that's what you want to find. You want to find stairs up is what you're looking for. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, as you get out into the hallway, um, like I said, it's just a long hallway, and there's like a, you know, a four-way intersection in front of you. If you guys want to um, <laughs> move around, uh, when you guys get out into the hallways, things seem a little odd there are things are like even as you're walking down the hallway toward the first intersection which is where you want to head it's almost like it's like walking in a dream somewhat like it feels like you're trying to move forward and sometimes you feel like you move way further than you should have with that step and sometimes you feel like you you haven't really moved at all so uh, I need... Who's leading the way? Would you say? It sound, kind of sounds like Hank is. Like Hank is. I guess so. Go ahead and make me a Sandy roll. Okay. <laughs> Just walking down the hallway. Okay, let's see. Uh, failure. 84 over 60. One moment... Okay, so let us roll. Whoops. I'm gonna just roll a quick dice here, don't mind me. Just doing my thing. Okay, that's nice and easy. All right. So, what do we have here? Oh, okay. You're you guys are walking down and as you go, you're walking down the hallways and you take like it seems like it takes you an abnormally long time to just get to the intersection. And as you do, you right before you get to the intersection, Hank, you're walking and the other two are kind of in tow, a small red ball rolls around the corner out into the hallway and stops right in the middle and as it does a large dog uh comes out and it's like this long-haired kind of mastiff it jumps out excitedly and grabs a hold of the ball and it's looks up at you with its big pretty dog eyes and it's just wagging his tail and looking at you with the ball in its mouth and it drops the ball and looks at you again I like turn to everyone else and say, uh, I think we found the 
the dog. The piss is everywhere. It, it's, it's just standing there looking at you and, and kind of wagging its tail. Uh, I'm not a dog person. Hank, Hank, Hank doesn't interact person. with it. <laughs> uh, Benji throws it a finger sandwich. You do, and it like as you as you like you literally like go and like just throw it up in the air. Yeah, it snaps up the sandwich, and instantly is like it's coming. It like comes over to you, and it sniffs around your shoes and up your body, and sits down right on your feet, and just looks up at you with his big open, you know, like his tongue lolling out to the side. As he looks up at you and just smiles, his big toothy dog grin. It's a fairly large dog. You think it wasn't so friendly that it might be kind of intimidating. Oh, hey, buddy. What's your name? It'll pet him on the head. <laughs> um, you see that it has a collar. Yeah, Benji looks at it. What's, what's the collar say? The collar, it has... Um, it's, it's not so much of a collar like you would think of like a modern collar. It seems to be like a braided rope that is like tied into itself and it has what looks like a uh, small very lovingly made like handcrafted looking round piece of metal and it says Abraham on it hmm hmm okay and that's it it's looking up at you it's looking up into your eyes and and the second <laughs> the second that you and now it seems to be following you, and it seems to be following specifically Benji. Benji holds the dog's head in his hands and looks at it, and he's like, You are mine now. <laughs> you belong <laughs> to me. It seems... Abraham. It seems totally happy with that. <laughs> and uh, Benji will pick up the ball and uh, continue on their way. All right. Um, go ahead and uh, make me a sanity roll, Benji. <laughs> for petting a dog? This That's is not what it's head. for. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you sass me. Your power's gone to your head, box. <laughs> All right, sanity, here we go. Success, 28 under 49. All right, um... You um, see a. Actually, let me do this really good again, real quick. So, Benji, you are the. Okay, all the way to the end. <laughs> okay. You, um, Benji, you. You kind of like with the dog. The dog seems to kind of be like it kind of runs down the hallway a little bit and looks back at you. Uh, and it kind of seems like it wants you to follow it, right? Um, you, Benji, being the one it seems to be kind of attached to now, you follow it a little ways. And like, and remember, as you as you go, you continuously hear like you pass doors sometimes, and it sounds like there might be like people laughing or doing something on the other side. Um, every now and then you hear far off sounds of music and everything is like you said in this like 1920s like early turn of the century kind of style it's, it seems grandiose and nice 
you get to this you get down the ways a little bit and the dog stops at a door and it kind of scratches at the door a little bit well what do you think fellas should we open the door for a penny I reckon we had alright Benji opens the door you open the door and you see what appears to be a closet hanging from the rod is a dried bouquet of roses sitting above it as a small kind of box of what looks like used to be some type of toffee there is a large very familiar looking mirror stuffed into oh the cat into the closet and there is a pile of graphic and disturbing images that have been hand sketched laying in the floor there is no jeremy though <laughs> okay but there is something on the back wall. There is something stuck to the wall with a thumbtack. It appears to be a piece of paper. And it's facing the other way. Like there's something on the back side of it. Genji yanks it off the wall and crumples it up. Throws it over his shoulder. And keeps <laughs> Without looking at it. <laughs> what does it say? Are you looking at it? Yeah. Okay. Benji's looking at it. Well, that's the thing, my good friend. It doesn't necessarily say anything. But it does bear this image. Oh, no. That doesn't look like a Tartesian rune, does it? Yeah, it doesn't. Maybe a little bit. But as you look at this, I need you to roll me a sanity check, please. As something, as you turn it over, it seems to shake, like, your consciousness as you see it. Is another success for Benji of 19 under 49. Success. Um, you... Hey guys, look at this! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Ooh, no. Please, the other two of you, please roll me a sanity check. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yep. <laughs> what the Failed. Fuck? 69 uh, over 59. Uh, whoa. That was good what lord. You, what you got there, binge? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this paper Success. makes my eyes Success. hurt. Look at it. <laughs> All right, you show it to you show it to Hank and Benedict. <laughs> Benedict, Hank, you see it, and it, it it seems to trouble you. You don't really like looking at it necessarily, but you kind of push it off, and it's it just seems like this weird thing. Um, jeez. Oh, Benedict, please take four sanity damage. <laughs> and Benedict, oh my Benedict, you feel, you feel deep within you. You hear something at the edge of your, hear something at the edge of your consciousness. 
you hear a whisper. It sounds like it's just over your shoulder. Have you seen it? 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 I deflect that. You can deflect it. If you would so choose. I think I I shall so choose. So I have to remind myself now how uh, how Delta Green um, sanity deflection uh, works. I believe. Okay, maybe, maybe. Joe, I think. I think I might just say that the next time. Need a. I'm losing Steve. Okay. So maybe I'll deflect on the next one. I'll not just take it for now. I'll, you know what I'll say. I'll say just go ahead and, uh, if you want, just go ahead and just remove four points from your bond with Jeremy. I think I'll... Yeah, I think. I think your relationship <laughs> with Jeremy has degraded. Uh, we'll just say this is that. So just remove four points from that bond with Jeremy. And I think... He just didn't deliver the mail. Just, if he'd have just delivered... Damn mail. And I think that is a great place to stop. Uh, as you guys have now witnessed um, this the parlor. So, um, that is, yeah, so that's a good place to stop. So we can let Jean get on that, that damn South African time zone. That's, uh, it's running out of steam here on Saturday. But, God damn, that was fun. Yeah, gentlemen, that was. Thank you so much for joining me uh, on this wild quest into the weirdness. You guys have stepped now. <laughs> I think we've we've we made it out. We made it out. You made it out of the apartment, but what what you made it into? Who knows? <laughs> it's the upside down. Right. We're finally going somewhere. Yep. Um, but thank you, everyone listening. Um, if you are, and if you are listening, uh, please stop by the subreddit r slash uh, gaming. Uh, there's a thread there. Let us know uh, who's listening and let us know where you're listening from. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, join us again, hopefully, uh, in a week's time. Uh, we'll be able to get back together. This holiday season is a little complicated with scheduling, so bear with us. Uh, but yeah, it was great playing with you guys. And uh, I'm glad things are getting a little more supernatural and yeah thanks for gm yeah man yeah man this was great all right guys but thank you guys for joining us and we will see you next week